I'm going to do a book reading. So this uh, chapter will be um, a parenting PhD for mothers from the book two of Consciousness Since Birth series. I'm still trying to find individual names. Um, I was thinking for this one, the mom job or the mom's job. Um, yeah, something simple. Um, relating to reducing stress of the mom's job uh, through understanding the mom's brain. All right. So, a parenting PhD for mothers. The rumble in the jungle and doctoring your way through it, through the mess at hand. We bought into the Western dream of medicine and all the modern technologies that have advanced our medical modern, boxed-up lives, but also we have advanced our individuality in isolation, separating us from nature and human nature. The trouble starts there and right after birth. Life is a jungle of medical mess, parenting, uh, psychology, and a whole lot of relationship between strangers and other individuals. Many homes hold together broken people. The caretaking of a child is appointed to just one parent, usually the mother, not only for doing the job of a tribe, but raising a human within the realms of a broken heart and a broken society. The mother, but also the father, could suffer from the birth trauma acquired, as well as the subconscious remembrance of their own birth and their continuous birthing into life as an adult and a parent, an adult with a minor. This individual suffers from being alone, overwhelmed and exhausted in the rumble of the jungle and without the right knowledge, tools and expertise to support their thoughts, feelings, decisions and actions. In the middle of that rumble. Okay. Um, the connection with their child is now lost in translation and if real relationships and connections as a newborn parent are not felt or worse in non-existence, where do we stand as a person and as a parent without a tribe? What if you were to be trained to birth your body into a new life and the creation of a little superhuman being? What if you were trained in medical or home birth and know what you are undergoing? What if you were trained to work with people, psychology and soft skills? What if you were to be prepared and trained to take on life with its responsibilities and the personal development? What if you were trained to be ready as a parent and every parent will tell you there was no preparation and training for this? But we don't need to stay oblivious, neither. Native cultures can teach us that there is a system to nature and human nature. In the near future, it seems that a birth and parenting PhD preferably from Harvard, is required or at least mandatory guidance from a person with professional knowledge and skills for the tools, techniques and mindset required to start a functional family or marriage. Um, a training 
or counseling certificate becomes a desirable obtainment for people considering raising and parenting children, as they have likely not touched upon the awareness of their own birthing, parenting, and people skills. For several years into motherhood, I was full-time mother and the only active parent around, like many mothers who set out or are forced on an individual path in society with children. Um, why is it too much for a person to become a mother nowadays? There's nothing to brag about being a mom that does it all or a single strong mom. Although having a partner is very challenging, if not more challenging um, to mothers, to, yeah, to mothers. Mm. Being a mother in a marriage and nuclear family is simply insane. There is a total strain on the household and the feeding of a baby and family. Uh, feeding of a baby is practically non-stop. Provisions run out quickly and there is always something going on. Children cannot be left alone a few minutes unattended because you want to avoid going to the hospitals for unseen accidents. Uh, hence the reason mothers cannot go to the toilet or take a shower. The disharmony in motherhood is simply dysfunctional. One caretaker and even two is psychologically not beneficial for the child, neither, and impossible for the parents to sustain because uh, the practical and psychological care for every new parent is unprecedented. A child in return needs other family members to connect with and relate to besides the 24-7 watchdogs. Um, unconsciously, family units seek extended family members to replace missing links and fit into a bigger family of friends and acquaintances to be a so-called uh, so aunts and uncles. Okay, the friendly family members are welcome alternatives or addition. Um, sorry, are welcome alternatives or an addition to the program with children. They will also make the newborn parent feel taken care of taking a bit the pressure off the mind or literally take care of you in a time of need. Disharmony popped up and it popped up a lot. I lacked the family that I had always wished for due to family drama. Um, yeah. I was completely alone on my parental and personal journey for many weeks, months and years to come. Like many mothers, one way or another, this might go unnoticed. Um, like many mothers, one way or another, this will happen to them. Um, this might go unnoticed because of the Western society and economy um, praising a woman to be like a man. And make things work and churn like they do in the factories of the 40s. 
The dilemma, though, is here. We need the feminine counterpart. After feminine of the feminine, we need the feminine to churn, spin, and yearn at home. In extended families and the community for a warm, caring society and even more so warm and caring companies. I used to feel masculine every time my energies were in disharmony and could not compensate with a feminine counterbalance of meditation, relaxation, and creativity. Being a mother or a parent nowadays requires a PhD, even if you are childless, actually, because we should all be mature adults and parents to minors, children, and animals that walk this planet. Community and therefore understanding of human development certainly is key. Think of um, birth psychology, early childhood, adulthood, young psychology, um parenthood, fatherhood, motherhood, birthing, um, birthing, holistic health, mental health, human history, spirituality or mindfulness, innovation and design thinking. So let's study, learn and yearn to discover the doctor within you. How to raise a human. When parents start wondering about how to raise a child, there is certain, a certain something they might not realize at first. There are different styles of parenting to choose from and to make your own, other than being merely the strict and disciplined or cool and friendly parent. These styles have been developed and described in literature to subsequently make your own mix philosophy and scope on the parent-child relationship which is your focus and life in general. Um, which is equal to your focus and life in general. Whatever you choose as a style, you might start out with overwhelm and remain overwhelmed by these little but undeniable creatures if you didn't do the training and counseling beforehand. So especially... Um, science on human development and early childhood is catching up with us these days, pioneered by Harvard University. This is seven years after having my first child. When you choose your, and writing these books, um, when you choose your style, it will be easier to inform yourself about your chosen direction in your PhD and take it from there. When the reality of things are not as peaceful or disciplined as you had hoped for with your PhD in your pocket, it's time to restudy the matter and come back to it with new insights on your personal uh, perspectives and life. Keep an open mind and trust the inner wisdom. You or your child's ways are not set in stone. You can change the course any minute of the day. Uh, especially if the behavior 
or your life are running a little off track. The last decade has been all about mindfulness. Okay, all right. Conscious parenting. A vast majority of people in small and big ways has benefited from this. I would like to bring it to the surface because it is not only beneficial to living your life with quality, but also parenting or simply being the parent. Parenting is not so much a doing as it is a being and a communication from your being. But being requires from our spirits to be very present when our kids require our full mind for daily problem solving. Present and positive. And put uh, problem solving and put pressure on us continuously. Or so we think. Those problems are usually practical or windows opportunity to learn a new skill or what we call behavior, which is preferably a skill instead of behavior. Of what we call behavior. To carve out their future because a skill is not unlearned, much like riding a bicycle or skiing. Behaviors, or rather, let's call them skills, could be being polite, listening to someone's advice or instructions, self-discipline, cleaning up anyone's mess, eating without fussiness, or any other skills if you are dealing with teens. I mentioned teens because working with your baby and growing toddler in early childhood is actually working with your future teenager in a decade from now. Let's start with mindful parenting. What is it and why has it why does it have importance nowadays to reflect on? Mindful parenting is not to compete in the Olympics of parenting, but if there were one, you could and would be a good winner at it. Mindful parents create a safe environment for children to talk about their feelings and what they are experiencing. They also don't mind uh, talking about their own feelings and experiences, although I want to side note that there is a realm of privacy between an adult and a child and a minor. Um, our children don't need to hear all the ins and outs, I believe. Uh, if you can bring the conversation delicately uh, and gracefully, then perhaps you can share more details, but your child is not your next best friend for you to drink a glass and open up with the latest of your news. Even if it's about them, mindful parents are, or in my eyes, should be mindful about the life, privacy, and delicacy of their child, child's experience. Um, if you write one hate message or one angry letter, it might or will impact them for the rest of their lives. Let's say it will impact them for the rest of their lives. It would probably impact you as a parent, but then again, we are the adults and can mindfully work on our inner ego. Being mindful is about slowing down, hitting the pause button, waiting three sec seconds before speaking, meditating on your feelings and thoughts, 
taking new inspiration seriously, taking time out of your day to enjoy your surrounding, becoming aware of your body and spirit, and eating mindfully. First of all, notice what's going on right here and right now without wanting to change it. You can repeat for your child, you are hungry, you are hitting your brother or sister, you said you are angry, and then take it in to process it for yourself. First, the more mindful you become as you practice each moment, the less judging you will be of someone else's behavior. It will get you to a point where you are not inclined or at least not urged to change it. It's human to remain somewhat inclined or urged to improve a certain situation or behavior because of your own agenda and ego. We tend to worry about the ones we care about, even if we feel they have made our lives bitter or sour with their stubbornness. The question is who's being stubborn? Mindful parents don't believe in just the good moments. They might not know all the challenges, even with a helicopter view, but they know that it can be very challenging and tend to be softer on themselves as a parent and a person. Another parent, non-mindful, could fall into a child-hating attitude or their own angry and fearful selves, fearful or abused selves. As parents, we simply get overwhelmed and exhausted when we reach the limit of the day or week because we ran out of the reserves. The same goes for a child, though. Them too get overwhelmed, exhausted, and beyond limits. Just imagine life without, with you as a parent and what you are telling them and making them do all day and all week. They have an incredible amount of information and personal information to process besides their bodily sensations like sleep, hunger, sadness, and anger. Uh, a mindful parent will sense when their patience is running thin and to step away and plan in that necessary break or get the professional help to sort things out. Often we need someone to help us with that last push to the professional. Besides mindful parenting, we can distinguish other parts of a bigger picture. Different mindful parenting styles described in literature are conscious parenting, continuum concept, gentle parenting, peaceful parenting, attachment parenting, aware parenting, whole brain parenting, yogic parenting, transformational parenting. Um, the glue of a relationship, attachment. All parenting starts with an attachment. A healthy attachment goes both directions, and to me it means acceptance of the other's reaction, concern for the emotional and physical well-being of the other, um, interest in hobbies and school career, general education of the other. An unhealthy attachment means that either the child, parent, or partner is no longer interested in the well-being of the other, they are neglected, hated, or left behind. I've had a client whose inner child was hanging on to an unhealthy girlfriend, or rather her negative energy from the past. A child needs someone to hang on to. Did you know it is possible to have an attachment break with your parents, even if you have lived with them practically your whole life? There tends to be an attachment break if you cannot accept the reactions of others.
Besides the overall attachment, there can be a lack of empathy created between the two individuals, especially in an authoritative relationship. When a parent does not display empathy to a child, there is an attachment break and the child will not have reason to care about the feelings of the parent neither. Um, they will rather care about your reactions and rules. Rules and reactions become more important than true respect or care for the parent. If we don't give respect to our child from early on, we cannot expect to have respect in return. The relationship becomes rather superficial and complex. The same can happen between a boss or manager and their employees. In companies, there are also, there are also parental relationships and taking care of the employees can be considered parenting. The employee will feel this relationship most directly because they are in a more vulnerable position. The same counts for our children. We will take a deeper look at this in the context of unconscious parenting. What happens if we are unconsciously parenting? First of all, it tends to be, uh, it tends to come down to shouting, commanding, demanding, bargaining, and manipulating. Sounds like a toddler or teenager, right? You have guessed wrong. I welcome you to the creature we call a parent. Isn't it the parents constantly shouting, demanding, bargaining, and manipulating, or simply denying the child's existence or desires? The parent misses out on the opportunities that the child presents to you. A composed, controlled, and healthy behavior inside and outside of the home. In a healthy manner, which needs to be supported by the parents as a guide and as a mentor, guide, or coach. A composed, controlled, and healthy behavior inside and outside of the home. A cooperation and relationship with your child that you and your child enjoy. A steady path to a happy childhood and successful adult life for your child and remaining in connection with your children. An aware individual and more conscious on life in a broad sense. Um, more skilled to control body and mind, have more self-confidence and be more capable of controlling his or her life's creations. To have the healthy attachment with your child, it is extremely important to establish the attachment in the first year of life. Uh, the diamond year. This is the year where it all happens, the year where we make it or break it. This is the foundation we set in stone for our child's adult life. This is what they will know and put on repeat. If there was no attachment because of physical separation, no quality time, no tender love and care, then we are destined for an unhealthy attachment to life, to intimate relationships, to a job, to everything in life. Because we are missing the healthy attachment with oneself and the primary caretaker, which is our world. Um, no this is also called psychology, our world. No matter the situation you are in or the excuses, the baby has started out life in an unattached way, well, uh, which will continue to be its existence, especially on the spirit and soul level. We store all our physical and emotional memories in our cells and nerves of our body 
and our mind's body and physical body and although our brains are flexible and our hearts are forgiving it is very hard for the hardware to change the software can be updated but the hardware is kind of there already and needs a lot of coaching therapy coaching and healing to change although when it is done it is instant which we call epigenetics this is the actual reason the continuum concept and attachment parenting debate for continuous attachment at the beginning of baby's life until they have become more independent it's possible to rewire and break these patterns through healing of previous wounding and other adult education um often known as coaching and a certain amount uh, which can also be coaching could be seen as building character and a certain amount of counseling uh, which is like getting ready for coaching It's advised to start counseling in the teenage years and to complete a first phase of adult education in the young adult years so parental wounds can be healed and a new, more healthy future is created with a support system, also known as coaching and peer coaching, uh, business coaching, coaching, peer coaching, business coaching, and sports coaching. Coaching, peer coaching, business coaching, sports coaching, and transformational coaching. Some research describes the styles of attachment as either secure, avoidant, or anxious. Everyone has a certain type of being attached to this world. Your primary caretaker. Uh, you will have one of these three styles and start relating to other people and your romantic partner in the same corresponding way. We learn about intimate and romantic sex relationships from the place you least expect it, from our parents. You make the difference to the rest of their lives and you as a parent make the difference in the rest of their lives and prevent the suffering that perhaps you have seen in your grandparents and within yourself. Is it not a shame if your children were to fall into the category of anxious or avoiding? The base of happiness, attachment. An unhealthy attachment is called an attachment disorder or reactive attachment disorder, RAD. RAD. This might also be the base of ADHD. AD or RAD can manifest in different ways, but the main way is the baby 
child or teen does not trust the caregivers, his caregiving environment, to be there for him for whatever he needs. Personally, I personally also believe that the parents can have the attachment disorder towards the child rather than the child toward the parents. Even if the parent has held the baby in a carrier most of the time, their psychology will show the attachment disorder due to their own upbringing. Also due to the nature of the job, the parents can feel like they feel their child or they went through such a hard time. They cannot separate their anxiety from their child. The parental and personal anxieties project onto their child or the job of caregiving. Instead of working with it, recognizing it as a feeling. Perhaps uh, like a false feeling. Perhaps they are still suffering from postpartum depression, a traumatic birth, or a traumatized marriage or impregnancy. Perhaps a dis attachment disorder can set in at a later stage of the child's life, but still relate to the original trauma and disconnect from the parent. Whatever the cause might be, the parents don't feel attached or a likeliness towards the child. They might feel not liked or loved by that particular child, although the child does love, but in their own particular way, or with a misunderstanding which needs to be cleared out by communication. Uh, a misunderstanding of characters. No matter, no matter how young they are. How well do you know your child on a personal level? Have you discussed your feelings with them, no matter their age, in order to know more about their fragile lives? Have you tried to clear out the air? I had an attachment situation with my four-year-old, and so I decided to clear it out over several two-way conversations, which made us find the attachment for both to express ourselves more authentically. Whether the ideas were negative or positive did not matter. But the air was clear and we learned to love and connect authentically each other. With an attachment disorder, we will observe and experience most likely all the behaviors below throughout their young years and adult years. Okay, so wait, I'm going back to the last sentence. Connect each other again. Um, instead of creating a lifetime of uh, motherly bitterness, and revenge so if you don't clear out the air you are setting yourself up for a lifetime of motherly bitterness and revenge okay behaving inappropriately in social situations let's wonder what can possibly go wrong with a child teenager or a young adult uh,
um, having difficulty trusting, having difficulty with peers, difficulty with attention or behavior, um, disrupted development, aggressive and explosive reactions, an inward autistic or borderline personality, depression, suicide, dull thoughts and actions, addictions, unhappy intimate relationships, not much stability or sustainability. Other factors that contribute to RAD, baby loses his caregiver, illness of the mother, parent not available emotionally, unpredictable caregiving, abuse and neglect. These events and treatments show up in the structure of the brain, particularly in case of neglect. The RICE experiment by Dr. Emoto is a great proof of the damaging effects of emotional neglect even more than hate. We will discover this later on in the book. The regulation of fears are affected by attachment disorders. They set off. They explode. 